Gary Pinkle is going to be a member of the College Football Hall of Fame. Plus, Missouri is recruiting a quarterback, a former quarterback, that is, whose name should be very familiar to all of you. And also, the Missouri women picked up another overtime victory in Columbia last night. So all of this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And, of course, congratulations goes out to Gary Pinkle, even though it's not quite official yet. Reportedly, Gary Pinkle is going to be part of the next class of the College Football Hall of Fame. Despite the fact, hey, no national championships, no conference championships, Nice to see some people acknowledge that, in fact, yes, it's hard to win at Missouri, folks. And it's so hard to win at Missouri, in fact, that, yes, it takes a little bit of luck to be really great at Missouri. And really, if you looked at a couple of just key moments, especially Brad Smith signing with Gary Pinkle's first class at Missouri, if that doesn't happen, if he doesn't pluck this two-star athlete from obscurity called Brad Smith by that by that name well I don't think Gary Pinkle makes it to 2007 much less the great 2013 season that Missouri had and frankly I'm not so sure that Missouri ever even gets to the SEC if Brad Smith doesn't make his way to Columbia that's how small the margin is sometimes between true greatness but making the College Football Hall of Fame and, well, frankly, just being another guy at the University of Missouri who happened to coach there for a few seasons. It really is that small of a difference. Now, give Gary Pinkle all the credit in the world for finding Brad Smith, bringing him to Columbia, and also having the guts to start a redshirt freshman the very first game up in St. Louis in that dome against Illinois in, I believe, late August of 2002. That was quite the gutsy move and one that paid huge dividends for the rest of his career, that's for sure. Because then, of course, we were able to build the bridge from Brad Smith to the Chase Daniel era, which was even better than the Brad Smith era, taking Missouri to, frankly, heights that... I didn't even really think were possible before that 2007 season. Again, some fortunate events led to Missouri getting Daniel, a lifetime, lifelong, childhood Texas Longhorns fan. Well, fortunately for Missouri, actually Texas was at probably the peak of its powers when Chase Daniel was in high school. So fortunately for Missouri, Texas had a lot of options at quarterback, and they waited on Daniel. And frankly, I don't know that in 2021, Texas makes that mistake because one of the reasons Daniel was under the radar, it certainly wasn't a lack of production in high school. No, he was a great high school quarterback. People were saying, oh, he's too short. That was the bugaboo, right? Well, these days with Kyler Murray, obviously being a fine NFL quarterback, going number one overall, that doesn't seem to be as big of a problem. You also got to remember this was very, very early in Drew Brees' career as well. He wasn't thought of as the Hall of Fame, no doubt, 
first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback that he is today. So again, just a lot of different things that helped Missouri have that incredible 2007 season, not the least of which was unearthing some other hidden gems like Denario Alexander. Oh, and lest I forget, Gary Pinkle also deserves tremendous credit for being ahead of the curve in terms of shotgun offense, quite simply. If you remember back to 2007, well, go watch LSU and Alabama play back then. Watch the kind of offense that they were running. It was essentially, you know, NFL offenses from 1994 is what they were running. A lot of I formation, West Coast offense kind of stuff. Nothing real innovative is my point. But now you see everybody in college football practically is running some form of the shotgun spread type offense. Well, Missouri and Gary Pinkle and Dave Yost were way ahead of the curve there. And for as much crap as they took at the time from sort of your old school football fans who thought, ah, get it up under center and get a fullback in there. Well, I think we can all see in retrospect that Pinkle, Yost, that entire Missouri program was right. They were totally ahead of the curve at the time. And that actually gave them a competitive advantage that they took care that they took advantage of, I should, I should say, during the Chase Daniel era, without a doubt. Now that brings us to, of course, the great 2013 Missouri season, the SEC East Championship of 14 as well, the SEC era, if you will, and of course Missouri did remarkably well in those two seasons to steal a popular Gary Pinkleism. But you know what? Back in 2013, I was 30 years old, which isn't all that old, but it's old enough to at least have some experience and some wisdom to realize that, gosh, I realized when we were winning those SEC's titles, I was looking around at Faro Field and I was taking it all in. I really was because I knew that more than likely this was a rare moment. This was not something that was probably going to happen, certainly on an annual basis or even a once a decade basis, to be perfectly frank with you. That's what the history of being a Missouri football fan has told me. And with the benefit of hindsight, you can see that, boy, a lot of things had to come together at the perfect moment, in particular that great 2013 offensive line. You got four of those five guys who had multi-year NFL careers, I believe at least three of which are still going. Evan Bame, Mitch Morse, and let's see, Connor McGovern still going as well, and Justin Britt had a really long multi-year NFL career mostly with the Seahawks and the Rams as well. That kind of thing just doesn't happen very often. And not only that, you're gonna, not only are you going to have trouble replicating that offensive line, but also every single one of them was remarkably healthy that season too. And you can say that about really the whole Missouri team that season. Think about Marcus Golden and Shane Ray and all the important players of that team. Well, hardly any of them missed any time whatsoever. Same thing with the receivers, the defensive backs. Missouri had a lot of fortunate injury luck and certainly give credit to Pat Ivey and the strength and conditioning and the, you know, the physical training staff in general. Obviously, again, injury prevention, injury management, a huge, huge part of this sport. Honestly, it's hard for me to believe it's been over six years now since Gary Pinkle coached a football game at Missouri. That, that's, that's hard to believe. It's really been that long. Two coaches now removed, of course. We had the Barry Odom era 
now we're probably we're, we're a couple seasons into the Eli Drinkwitz era. Time is just a funny thing to me. And, and frankly, I'm a tiny bit surprised that Gary Pinkle is still in Columbia after all this time. But hey, I guess we Colombians are just that cool. What can I say? How can you leave all of this? But speaking of Columbia, it sounds like Eli Drinkwitz is trying to lure a guy who started a game of quarterback in Columbia just a couple seasons ago to actually play for your Missouri Tigers. So I want to talk about that. But first, let's talk about inflation, right? Not looking so transitory at the moment, and you're certainly seeing it at the pump right now. Well, hey, Mizzou fans. I got a solution for you. It's called Get Upside. It's an app on your iPhone, your Android device, whatever your smart device might be. It's an app called Get Upside where you can get 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time you fill up. And guess what? I can even do you one even better. If you use the promo code SCORE when you download the app, you can get another bonus quarter on top of your first 25 cents. So what does that mean? Your first fill up, you get 50 cents cash back per gallon just by using the GetUpside app and using the promo code SCORE. So many of our users are making as much as two to $300 a month back in cash. There's really no catch, I promise you. It's cash back. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, your PayPal, or even an e-gift card from Amazon and other brands. Once again, just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code SCORE to get up to $0.50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Use that promo code SCORE at GetUpside. And by BetOnline.ag, where I got to say, I'm not surprised by too many lines these days, but Georgia being a three-point favorite over Alabama, I got to say that surprised me. I just assumed the Crimson Tide were going to be favorites after handling the dogs, what, just two, three weeks ago in the SEC. I guess maybe it was close to or closer to a month ago at this point. But regardless, I just figured that's where the public would be. And if you really want to look at the psychology here, Vegas is kind of begging you. BetOnline.ag is begging you to take Alabama, right? That makes me think Georgia's going to win. That's the only analysis that I have here. But regardless of what you think, you got to go to Bet Online because it remains your number one spot for all your sports wagering in 2022. And we got a deal for you. As always, when you use the promo code LOCKED ON, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Whether you're gaming on football, basketball, hockey, Foyton, Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of this amazing offer. Again, it's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On at Bet Online, where the game starts. By the way, it sounds like Mississippi quarterback Matt Corral's injury is not nearly as significant as maybe it first appeared watching that game. Word on the street is just an ankle sprain for Matt Corral. And even if that's a fairly significant ankle sprain, obviously no more football games on the calendar. He should have plenty of time to rest up, get get recovered before the pro days for the NFL Combine and all that good stuff. So frankly, I wouldn't anticipate that injury affecting 
his value whatsoever to really any NFL teams. But you might remember the man that Matt Corral replaced at quarterback is John Rice Plumley, who started at quarterback for Ole Miss against the Tigers in 2019, the homecoming game of that season. Probably one of the best victories for the Tigers the last three seasons or so. Definitely the best victory of that 2019 campaign, I would say. Probably the high point. It was all downhill from there. That's for darn sure, unfortunately. But you might remember Rice Plumley was mostly a running quarterback as a starter. My memory is the Rebels ran a lot of toss option type plays where you kind of have the option of pitching it out to your running back from the shotgun or the quarterback will just fake that toss option, keep it himself, and run past hopefully inside that unblocked defender. So Rice Plumley, a really good runner, really good athlete, not a, not Brad Smith quality, who is, right, other than maybe Lamar Jackson. But really, seriously, though, Rice Plumley doesn't appear like he, – he converted to re- receiver at Ole Miss, put himself in the transfer portal, and it sounds like Missouri's really interested. But I don't think – you might think, oh, are they going to try to put him at quarterback? Doesn't appear to be the case. I think if you're Missouri, you're better off going with what you have in that quarterback room and making Rice Plumley into more of a sort of, hey, to bring up Brad Smith again, what Brad was in the NFL, right? Sort of what Taysom Hill is like for the New Orleans Saints today. A guy who can play some quarterback, he can certainly be your emergency quarterback, but a guy who also can play some receiver and be sort of a gadget type player. I think maybe Rice Plumley is perhaps most dangerous. I've always been intrigued by a jet sweep player that can actually throw the football, especially moving toward his right, his strong side of his throwing hand. That's a dangerous player, in my opinion. So maybe there's some interesting wrinkles that Drinkwitz and company can use if, in fact, we get Rice Plumley. By the way, the Missouri men, as of now, it appears they're going to play tomorrow's game against number 15 Alabama at Mizzou Arena, 2.30 tip-off on the SEC Network. Looks like we're good to go for now. Who knows if Missouri might be short a player or two or three, but again, word on the street is, as of now, Missouri is going to be able to field a team tomorrow, so expect Missouri and Alabama to be playing. Unfortunately, Well, Missouri playing at the exact same time as the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Denver Broncos. Possibly Drew Locke starting in that game, right? But that could depress the attendance a little bit. It already might be more than a little depressing. But hey, you know what's not depressing? The Missouri women who pulled off yet another overtime victory in Columbia last night. So let's talk about the ladies. But first, I want to tell you all about Built Bar which, you know what, it's the new year, so you know what that means. It's time for New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier as, what, 90% of people's are, well, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. You see, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and perhaps even better. Well, you'll just have to tell me. But really, the key here is that Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution to eat healthier, and lose weight. Because when you're on a diet, when you're transitioning into something different, well, you still want the occasional tasty treat, Why? right? Well, Built Bar's perfect because even though it's made in 100% real chocolate, 
tastes great. Well, guess what? It has the added benefit of being low in sugar, low in carbs, low cal, and high in protein, of course. Outstanding stuff. So no matter what your favorite is, whether it's cookies and cream, mint brownie, peanut butter, go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Once again, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Well, the Missouri women's basketball team trailed for much of the night against Auburn, but hey, you can't take the Tigers down in overtime. We've, we've learned nothing else from the last couple weeks, but yeah, Missouri beat Auburn 13 to four in that overtime period. Really impressive. And, and frankly, I just love this team's grit. Number one, they never give up. They play really hard and well together. Once again, my girl, I thought Lauren Hansen and Haley Frank shined once again. And, and of course, to me, LaDasia Williams seems to get better every time I watch this team play. The queen of the pivot, I like to call her. Really enjoy her game as a sort of old school back to the basket big man myself from, from way, way back in the day. I, I just really like and kind of enjoy watching LaDasia Williams sort of throw back back to the basket game. We don't, we don't see enough of that, in my opinion, in modern day basketball. And speaking of that grit from, from this Missouri team, one of the reasons I brought that up is because, well, Obviously, Asia Blackwell was back. I thought she looked a little bit rusty for some of the game, maybe a little bit. I don't want to say out of shape as if she's, you know, been lazy or something, but she just came off of, of COVID protocol. I believe she, she tested positive with the virus, so she's been away from basketball, maybe not quite in basketball shape, and perhaps she's actually recovering from the virus. It could be having some lingering effects, but you know what? By the end of the game, it felt like she got her rhythm back a little bit. And regardless, still with her usual 14 rebounds. So she will not be denied. That young lady has a heck of a nose for the basketball. No doubt about that. If I'm a Missouri fan, the only thing that would worry me just a tiny bit, the turnovers were back up again. That's something that has plagued Robin Pinchton's teams during her times. Even those peak teams with the Porter sisters and the Cunningham sisters and the rest of those young ladies, they still turn the ball over way too much, in my opinion. And 20 turnovers last night, unfortunately, I thought they had gotten better at that for the most part this season. That's a little bit concerning to me, but hopefully that's just a blip and not a sign of a trend here as we crawl further into SEC play. So thanks once again for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen. Hey, I got a tip for you. Why don't you make your second listen, Locked on Chiefs. We brought up the Chiefs and Broncos game. Oh, man, did we really leave one on the field last week against Cincinnati. But you know what? I think Ryan Clark and Chris Tracy, Chris Tracy do a great job over at Locked on Chiefs. Check them out wherever you get your podcasts for free. So until next time, I am John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.